B-Pod Studios. This is Over Under 98.5 with Joe Murray and Dan Lipschatz. Here are the Bankroll Boys. Who you got? It's the Over Under podcast, and it's week 10 of the NFL season. Uh, let's recap what happened last week, Dan. Okay, so, Joe, we uh, we did not do great in college, but we did well in the NFL. Uh, here are NFL plays. Uh, I had Kansas City minus one, that one. I had the Ravens minus six, that one. You had the Packers Rams under 38 and a half. I actually don't even know what happened in that one. Um, I think that one, right? A lot of games are going under, Dan. Uh that game. Wow, I don't you know what? I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look this up. Yep, that one. Uh Pats Washington over 40 and a half. Absolutely should have gone over. That was a loss, but that was a brutal loss. Um Pats minus three, minus one fifteen. I mean doesn't doesn't get much worse than that one. They 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 should have won that fucking game. Crazy that they didn't win that game. Uh, that's a loss. So we two and two. Indy minus two and a half. That's a winner. Dallas plus three. Another game that just and that was that was a rough game. Uh, so three and three. And then that teaser I gave out was four and three. Hold on. Uh, and then there was one more that we gave out. We gave out the the Dallas Buffalo teaser. What am I missing? There was one other one up, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just posted a play. So, uh, four and three in the uh, four and three in the in the PPs there, Joe. All right, let's uh, move it along. Thursday, oh, sorry, five and three. I was right. Yeah, five, okay, and five, five and three. I'm wrong. Yeah, the, I'm you know, disturbed. it was funny when we talked to the Raiders game. I mentioned the coaching angle, and I, I I didn't really look into it, but it's now ten and three. But here's the here's the thing about it. It's before week thirteen. You know how, like, you know, a couple of games to go, they yep. kind of – it's definitely something that's a before week 13 kind of trend there. Um, I'm not – do you think any other – besides the Belichick chatter, which whatever, do you think there's another coach that's in danger, like, in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, or? Brandon Staley. Oh, yeah. yeah but exactly. they're 4-4 four and four now. Yeah, again, but if they lose this week to a, to a good team and now you're 4-5, and five, I mean, they'll, they'll essentially be – they're not eliminated, but they're—I mean—they're pretty much eliminated. But you can also make the spark to hey, you got two chances, I, and look what's going on in the AFC right now. The whole AFC North is in the playoffs. Yeah, and not—not not to mention, I mean, they brought in Kellen Moore to run their offense. I mean, at some point, that guy has probably got to be given a chance to, you know, to to be a head coach. And even though the offense hasn't been great, like a, you got to give him a point, you know, a chance at some point. So I don't know. All right, well, Carolina goes to Chicago. Chicago's three-point favorites here. Three and a half now, I think, right? Don't like it, man. Uh, yeah, it's three on DraftKings, but yeah, it's, oh, three, there's yeah, been three movement, whatever. Okay. Yeah, so three, I'll three and a half, depending on the place. Yep. Uh, 38 and a half is the uh, – I don't I, – I just don't like the Bears as favorites, but doesn't mean that they shouldn't be favorite here or anything like that. But uh, Panthers are now one in seven, one of the worst teams against the spread – uh, in the league, and really one of the worst teams in the league. They made the trade, right, for DJ Moore. Yep. Um, and Brian Burns may not play. He's out. So he's definitely out. Okay. Yep. Um, and I know Shark and Chenault and whatever. Um, and Justin Fields is not playing. Yeah, so Tyson Bajan is starting again, Joe. Um, 
Yeah, I got, I got I got some criticism last week, especially from Bears fans. I got called racist because uh, I didn't like uh, Justin Fields. By the way, Justin Fields fucking blows. You, uh, it has not, you've I, always talked do, about it. You're an Ohio State fan. I'm an Ohio State and fan. You don't like I, Justin Fields. I, I just didn't think he was going to be an NFL quarterback, and I still don't. He just he fucking blows. Like, so I, I got into this with some Bears fans who were obviously didn't call me racist. Who would you rather have start for the rest of the year, Joe? Would you rather have Justin Fields or would you rather have Tyson Bajan? Now, the argument I keep getting from Fields is, oh, he had his two best games prior to getting hurt. Okay. Two, two game sample size. You want to keep rolling the guy out there? That's fine. He fucking blows. I don't need to see. We've seen two and a half years of the same thing. Nothing has progressed. He's making the same reads over and over. He, they added a whole bunch of offense pieces. Cole Komet's a good player. We're seeing it. Like, you have DJ Moore. You have running backs. What else do you want to see that this guy isn't fucking good? Darnell Mooney is a good player. Like, Darnell Mooney would be your number one wide receiver on the New England Patriots right now. I just, I don't want to fucking hear about how, you know, that, that Justin Fields doesn't have any talent and you can't tell. And, dude, the guy fucking blows. He has a top 15 offensive line this year in win rate. He's just not good. Tyson Bajan is turning the ball over at a high rate, but he is ballsy he's making downfield throws he's not being a game manager and he's taking risks he's also started two he's played in what three games now four games whatever it is and i mean the bears were in the game last week they were leading at halftime they crushed the raiders like this is a kid who you guys don't want to give a chance to you don't want the looks the eye test just the eye test forget about all the advanced stats the eye test Bajant passed the eye test Justin Fields does not so if you want to sit there and talk about the bad decisions and all this bullshit Bajant is a good decision moving forward I would go with Bajant he's a he's a guy who is the the team is clearly rallying around him they're trying to play hard they were in that game in New Orleans the game they have no business being in they covered that game again like. The people who just want to shit all over Tyson Bajan and want to continue starting Justin Fields doing the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, be my guest, man. But this is why teams who suck like the Bears and have sucked like the Bears for years never get any better because they never are willing to go to another option. Like, we saw what the option is here, okay? The the Patriots went for Mac Jones to the other option. He fucking blows. So they went back. Guess what? Justin Fields fucking blows worse than Mac Jones. I'll take Mac 10 times out of 10 over Justin Fields. So I'm just, I, I, I don't understand the argument here. I don't get it. I don't get uh, the argument. Here's the deal. I, I, just when it comes to this game, I think Carolina's defense is beat up and Badgett is going to play hard. They're going to run the offense that works for them with him, which they can call better plays with Badgett than they can with Justin Fields. I think they can too. I, I think it gives them more offensive options and, you know, I, look, it, Herbert's questionable for tonight. I don't think he's going to play, but, hey, it, it's very possible he was practicing in full. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. That That's legitimately possible. I know that Tremaine Edmonds is out for Chicago tonight, but you mentioned Carolina's super beat up, Joe. Xavier Woods is questionable. C.J. Henderson's out with a concussion. Brian Burns out with a concussion. D.J. Chark, doubtful. He's probably out. LaVisca Chenault, out with an ankle. I mean, Von Bell, who's their other safety, he's also questionable. So you're hoping to have one safety back there. I, I mean, if I think I think Chicago's going to win this game. Now, without with, with Bajan back there, they're still 3-3.5. Three, three I, I mean... If you're not laying with the Bears tonight, I don't think I don't think there's another situation all year. I'd probably lay it with the Bears. I think tonight's the night. I, I'm not betting it, Joe, but I think that's where I go. One trend that I'm noticing this season, okay, this is 
This is uh, completely this season, but two bad teams going at it. And when the totals are 42 or under, right, the underdogs are winning at a high rate. And points that are points are at a premium. There you go. But that that's what I mean. So I can't back the Panthers in the spot. I don't either. I'm I don't like them. Despite the fact in, in it's twenty eight fifteen and two this year, NFL underdogs in games where it's forty two or less. That's a pretty good sample size. It's just do you want to do that with the Panthers? There are other teams this week that are in that spot and we can get to it, but Giants, <laughs> Vegas. Green Bay. Like, think of these teams with the totals that are 42 or less. Yeah. If you want to back those kind of underdogs this week, that's something uh, I would look at here. And just, we know about the Thursday night unders to begin with, right? Um, and you look at a 38 and a half under here? Um, I, I mean, I, I would lean that way. I think I, what, the opener, circuit opener, I think was 40 and a half, 41 and a half are available too. I, I, I lean that way for me. There's, there's no, there's no point on the total. Um, you know, look, I, I think the one thing with Bajan, the one, the one knock I will say is with a guy like that, I also don't think you're going to blow anyone out. Like he's not a guy you blow anyone out with. So, you know, I, I, the, the, the Carolina tease people ask me about, you know, tease your spot. Carolina tease is not the worst thing. I certainly wouldn't do it. Um, I, I'll tell you, I have nothing on that, but I mean, it's, if you're really, if you're really desperate for something tonight, I guess, I mean, that might be a certain way to go out. Not, not something I'm interested in. Again, I, I I like the Bears. I, I, I like Bajan. I like this kid. I think he can play a little bit. All right. Germany we go. Patriots and Colts. Fucking stupid. I fucking hate this 930 fucking game. I went last week. I hate it. I hate it this week. I have to be up at 8 a.m. this week again for this fucking game. Should, God damn it. Should the Colts be two-point favorites in the neutral site game? Yeah. I mean, I think that they're they're probably uh, – it's a, probably a fairish line. Now, they're – it, it it's bouncing back and forth, Joe. Like a few hours ago, right now in DraftKings, it's one and a half. Yeah. Um, a few hours ago it was one. So I mean, it, it, look the the significance between one and two is minimal. Um, it's nothing. It's nothing major. So I, you know, nothing crazy there. What I would say to this is, I look. I like the over. I said on Toucher and Rich, forty two and a half, forty three. I lean the over. I have a little bit of the over on that. I'm not. I'm not hitting it hard or anything like that, but that's the way I lean. I think, again, you'll see some short fields here. A lot of turnover-worthy plays. You think Mac Jones turning the ball over a lot. Gardner Minshew is leading the league right now in turnover-worthy plays per week, um, just based upon his uh, his starts this year, Joey, which is a, a big concern. Now, they're getting the job done. I think they're going to run the, be able to run the football. Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, I think both those guys are going to run hard. I think they'll be successful in that, and so maybe that takes a little bit of pressure off of uh, you know Gardner Minshew, but they got really banged up in the and the Colts got really banged up in the wide receiver corps last week. Josh Downs left the game. He was a non-participant Wednesday. Joe, uh, they didn't practice, but it was estimated practice. And I know Michael Pittman was in the I believe concussion protocol. So I, you know he has there. There's no no update on him either. Uh, Zaire Franklin didn't practice Wednesday, um, according to the uh, the estimate there. And then for New England. They had their usual list of a billion suspects. Trent yeah. Brown, Christian Barmore, Jonathan Jones, Redarian Lowe, Diedrich Wise, Demario Douglas, Devontae Parker, Jawan Bentley, Miles Bryant, yada, yada, yada. So a lot, lot of uh, a lot of guys questionable. Team is banged up. You, you, everyone knows this. So. The international games, right? Um, obviously, the total is something to look at. Um, favorites have done very well. They're 32 and 10 straight up. Yeah. 
28 and 15 and and uh and Tottenham to, they're three, 3 and 5 against the spread. To to be fair, there are also uh to be fair most of those favorites are 3 plus. I think the spreads that are under 3, I think the dogs actually have uh, a a winning record against the spread. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not I'm not betting the Patriots this week. I think I'm right now certainly done with that. But again, I I do think the Pats to seven and a half, eight. I don't think it's a bad teaser spot. I'll be perfectly frank with you. I think it's a I think it's a closer game. I think it's a higher scoring game. I think I said on touch numbers twenty four twenty one, I think is my estimate. I think it could be either team who wins it. Honestly, I think I think it's a pretty close game. And again, you know, two teams that are probably within a, a point, point and a half, two points of each other on a neutral, you know. It, it it's pretty close. I feel like Minshew is great and then does and, and then bad. Like it's kind of like he shows promise, and then he's up. This is why he's a backup. Oh, uh, you know, oh, no, then he's a backup. Yeah, you know? and he can sling it. Yeah, the issue with the Patriots right now is everything. Um, <laughs> it's talent. It's it's coaching. It's you know, this is where if I'm giving an actual analysis on this game without like betting insight, can the Patriots stop the run? It's not Jonathan Taylor. It's Zach Moss that's second in the NFL in rushing this year. Who would have thought that, by the way? Yeah, I mean, look, Moss is having a tremendous year. I, I so mean, they, I, that's it. Dual threat. They're going to lean on them. Yep. And I don't think the Patriots have been great at stopping the run, they but not. they have been in the red zone at stopping the run, even though Brian Johnson scored last week. There's things going on in the Patriots locker room. They're gonna, they could be without Trent Brown, and we know about the J.C. Jackson J.C. Jackson, thing. obviously, um, yeah. But I just feel like the Colts are the only team this year to score 20 points in every game. And like I just feel like they're going to do that against the Patriots. That, too. That's exactly what I think. Again, I think you're you're probably looking at a team that's going to score twenty to twenty five points. And I think the Patriots are playing better offensively. You know, regardless of how everyone feels, I think they're probably going to be in that twenty to twenty five point range again, Joe. So again, I, I like the over. Again, I told you I have a little bit over forty two and a half. I think is the number I have. Um, I, I I don't hate that bet. I'm not PPing it, but I I think it's a I think it's a decent bet in this game, and I do have the Pats in a, in a teaser this week. So uh, I, I'm off on the totals with Patriots games. By the way, I can't I can't get it right, man. I can't get it right. So even though it's at 43 right now, I'm 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 off it. I would probably tell you to take the over if both teams score 20, but I got nothing on it. I got it. Here's a good one: Bengals Texans. The line six and a half. I saw a hard seven. There's sevens in the market right now. Yeah, saw, eight, saw seven, a few six, of them um, today, but again, we we saw what we saw what the Bengals did. They they beat Buffalo, man. I I tip my cap. I liked I liked Buffalo. I tip my cap to him. I think Joe Burrow is finally healthy. Um, and twenty or fewer points, four straight games. That's the big key for the Bengals. Is defensively, yeah. So I just look at the Texans and like it was a really good win for them last week. I think they're getting – I don't know. I, I look at the line here, and I feel like it's a little inflated. I feel like the number should be a little lower, but is, is this the whole Stroud back-to-back games? Like, I, I don't know. The thing is, I the Texans, I know. I think they're a, I think they're a good team, Dan. I think they're good. But, like, seven points now. Um, and uh, where is – I'm sorry. Where, this game, they're going on the road now. I don't know. I, everyone loved the Bengals last week, and now it's like, do you, do you go with them again as a seven-point favorite? And Houston's one and three on the road. Yeah, look, I mean, they're they're. I I, I like Cincy again. This is another teaser situation. I think teasing Cincy to to a half point and getting them on the money line is pretty good here. But you know, I I think this Houston offense has definitely found something, and I think the Cincinnati offense is starting to hum. Joe, right? Again, you remember a couple weeks ago, Joe Burrow seventy-five to one to win the MVP. 
Uh, so get, I'll take this. Give me the. Uh, uh, I'll bump that up there. Give me the uh, the over forty seven in this game for Houston and Cincinnati. That that will be the uh, the way we start off here. Um, I, I like the over here. I think both teams are playing pretty much high caliber offense, and I do think that again the the calling card for Cincy has been you know defensively what they've done the past few weeks, but. I think they're facing a team that offensively is is operating really on all cylinders. I think that, you know, they are probably a little bit defensively than what they faced in the past few weeks. But nonetheless, I, I think, again, and if this starts to get ugly, you know, Houston's going to throw the ball. They're going to throw it around down two scores, which I think is kind of how we could be seeing this game play out. Um, I, I do think Houston will keep it close. I think they probably find a way to get, you know, find find a way to get this cover, backdoor, whatever. You know, maybe it's a ten point game late, and they and they you know cut it to three. But yeah, Eileen Eileen Houston um, to uh, to cover the number, and uh, I do like the over too. So one of the rare games, I I'll probably tell you that I think whoever wins probably doesn't cover in this situation. Okay, got uh, Baltimore Ravens Cleveland Browns. They met back in October, and Baltimore rolled them uh, twenty eight to three. And just in general, Lamar versus Deshaun Watson, it's always gone to Lamar. They've won every game by 19 points or more. Yep. Second time they're playing this year, though, um, and the way that Baltimore is rolling right now, I just kind of feel like maybe they'll have a hiccup and it will be in conference or in the division. But Cleveland's hurt. They're, they're hurting despite winning last week. I just don't like the six, Dan, and I feel like in a, in a second game, maybe it will be a little bit closer. But it's hard to go against Baltimore right now. They're playing so well. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go against them. Right. G- g- give me the Browns in six. Look again. I I think the Browns are. are I think the the Ravens are phenomenal. Again, they were they were my Super Bowl pick, Joe. You remember that? They sure. I had the the Ravens and 49ers from the beginning of the year. That was my uh, that was my that was my pick in the 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 Super Bowl. I still still rolling with that. Um, but I just think that you know this is a divisional game. I think Baltimore right now probably just a little bit inflated coming off last week. Everyone talking about, you know, how they're the best team in football. And the Browns had a, a nice win themselves, obviously. A little bit of a different scenario, especially at home against that team. But I think Baltimore right now, just especially coming off four straight wins, when they face teams in the division, you know, who are, you know, obviously that game in Cleveland notwithstanding, you know they've they've been these games have been close to you know they beat the Bengals by three they lost outright to the Steelers again divisional games as I always say are different so I, I do think this is a scenario Joe where I, I'd probably be a little remiss if I, it's a really really important game for Cleveland I just think they'll they'll cover all right yeah I I I, I think at some point Baltimore is going to get tripped up it's just the the week and you want to do it yep. Um, Eileen, and I know Cleveland has not been great away, but I, I do think this is a, a half decent spot for again them. second matchup. Um, so San Fran goes to Jacksonville. Both teams have had what fourteen days off. Um, I kind of feel like that's a slow start for both teams when, when that does happen. Um, but Brock Purdy on the road, like that's what I'm looking at. Do you want to back? Although I think San Fran is better than the Jags, do you want to back Brock Purdy on the road with two weeks rest against another team that's well rested? That's six and two. If I ask between the six and two and the five and three, what's more impressive to me? It's probably Jacksonville, but um, San Francisco still was missing some bodies. They're both teams are healthy here. I just thought it was funny that it was a 
a full three for Jacksonville at home. Um, is there love for the uh, home dog here, or do you think San Fran bounces back? Uh, I think San Fran bounces back. I think they find a way to get this one done. It, it almost is kind of a must-win situation for them, Joe. They'll, they'll, if they don't win this game now, you're legitimately talking about Seattle being up their ass a little bit for the division. Um, you know, they, they do have kind of a, a toughest stretch here coming up. They got Tampa at home. They're at Seattle, at Philly. So those are and – and then they hold Seattle at home. Now after that, they – they finish up at Arizona, Baltimore, at Washington, Rams, so it's a little bit easier for them as it gets going. But this is a little bit of their tough stretch, and I think that this is kind of where they're going to be tested. You've had a couple of bad weeks of football here. You're off the bye. Can you figure things out? And Jacksonville, meanwhile, you know, they've won five straight. Everyone's, you know, all about Jacksonville right now. And again, I just think that you you go by, you know, the the advanced, you know, the advanced statistics and kind of Look a little bit deeper, and Jacksonville just has been, you know, an extremely lucky team. Um, offensively, they look like absolute dog shit. Trevor Lawrence does not look good. I'm just going to keep repeating it. Trevor Lawrence does not look like a top-ten quarterback. He does not look like a good quarterback. He's not playing at a high level. This team is winning, creating turnovers, and 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 winning on the defensive side of the ball, which is crazy. Um, and the defense is even that good. So, the, you know, they're still getting beat late in games. So the the real question is, Joe, what are you going to get out of this Jacksonville team? I don't know. I mean, I think I think that's kind of the issue here is you really don't know what you're going to get from either of these teams. But I lean San Francisco. I think the line is a little short on them, especially the way that you know the coming off the bye. I think they'll be significantly better, a little bit healthier, get some pieces back. So I like San Fran here. You know, I like San Fran. I think they actually are going to have a focus on pass rush, which they've struggled on for the last three weeks. I think they've had some time to maybe find ways to get the Lawrence this week. So that's why I think I would take San Fran in the spot is I think their defense is going to give the Jaguars problems. Yeah, I mean, look, they can win that D-line O-line matchup. That, I mean, that will be uh, tremendous for them. And, I think you win in the trenches, you probably win the game. It's something to watch. The 49ers have struggled because they can't get at the quarterback. Like, I know they have had quarterback issues over the last couple of weeks too, but um, that's their calling card, man, is getting after the quarterback, and then they can roll from there. Uh, Steelers, Packers, I don't like the Packers in the spot, but, I, again, do you really want to back the Steelers with the, with the way their offense is playing? All I'll say is this. I think that the Steelers' defense will absolutely give fits to the offensive line um, of the Packers here. And um, I know Kenny Pickett's always been playing better late. I'm not betting on this game. I just don't like the Packers. Yeah, so it's so truly a game that I, I don't really have a, a really strong opinion on either way. Um, you know, I, I, I get the number. I get where it is. I made it a little bit shorter than where it is, but I – I understand why the number is where it is. Uh, the total, I guess, I'm I'm a little I'm a little uh, miffed about. I I don't really understand why we're seeing the, this total rise of 39. I I made it 36, so I I kind of lean the other way. I lean the under. Um, but uh, let's see what happens. Interesting. I mean, look, a uh, lot a lot of stuff going on with both teams, right? Like you know, the 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 Steelers have the picking situation. What's going on with them? Uh, no Pat Fryermuth, obviously. So it's was super, super weird there. Uh, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick didn't participate again, Joe, so I think he's going to be out. And then meanwhile, for the Packers, like, you know, it doesn't sound like no, there's probably not going to be Christian Watson this week uh, from from what you understand. Quay Walker didn't practice. Aaron Jones was limited again. Like, they're really banged up. Uh, Jair Alexander, you know, missed practice Wednesday. So it, it, both teams are just really banged up, in my opinion. It, no, no play for me in this one. Honestly, a game I, I want nothing to do with. 
BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. The Over Under 98.5 podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. You're listening to the Bankroll Boys. Follow them on Twitter at Joey Murr, at Dan Lifshatz, and send in your questions at Over Under 985. Moving along here on the Over Under podcast, we're still in the uh, one o'clock frame, and um, I, I, let's uh, talk about the Saints and the Vikings. Uh, Vikings off the win last week. They had to bring Josh Dobbs in off the bench and yep. uh, help them win. We've seen what the Saints have been doing. Uh, of late as well. Uh, so right now it's two and a half and on DraftKings, yep, Saints are two and a half on the road, Dan. Um, this line has moved significantly. Uh, it was I believe the Saints were a dog and now they're two and a half point favorites. No. No, you didn't see, no what did it open at? Seriously. Three. Saints minus three. It was always three? Yep. yep. Okay, all right. So, so then I wonder if there was, it, it's sold that Josh Dobbs is going to be the quarterback then, right? Like yeah, Dobbs, got, Dobbs, Dobbs got, is going to be the all right. starter. Okay, only only reason why I bring up that line movement, I've seen a, a, at least I've seen it from three, two and a half. I don't know why I thought they opened his dogs there, uh, but I like Minnesota in this spot, and it has nothing to do with the, the Vikings. Um, I think the Saints are o- overrated. I know they've played better on the road this year. Don't like what Carr is doing. I don't like them as a two and a half point favorite here. I do like the way the Vikings have played. Now, granted, we'll see what happens with Dobbs in his you know second game, and I'm sure there'll be more hiccups. Um, but I don't like um, I don't like the Vi- uh, Sorry, the Saints in the spot. So I'm going to go to the window with the Vikings here. Um, I'm going to I'm going to take them, and right now it's on DraftKings. Give me the two and a half. I like the Vikings to to uh, cover and win this game. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, so I. I got nothing on this game either, Joe. My my only concern, the big concern for me from with Min, uh, with Minnesota right now, Justin Jefferson's not going to play this week. It sounds like he's probably a week away, although, although he is practicing in a limited capacity. Cam Akers tore his Achilles. He's done, by the way. His, his career is over. Second time tearing your Achilles, which really is unfortunate because I think Cam Akers could have been a really good running back had he given the right situation and... I just think his career is done, especially after he was so special at Florida State. I, I think that sucks. I, I loved him. I thought he was going to be a very good pro player. Uh, Hawkinson was limited. K.J. Osborne, non-participant. Jaron Hall obviously didn't practice because of the concussion, too, Joe, so he's obviously not playing. But, yeah, look, they're just they're just super, super banged up. Uh, Darisaw is still questionable. That sounds like he's going to play. 
So that's my big concern is just the offensive side of the ball for Minnesota. They're going to have the bodies to kind of get it done, obviously. Relying on Jordan Addison right now. He's playing at a super high level. Madison's going to resume the the major bulk of that that backload, uh, the backfield, excuse me. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're I think they're okay. I, I guess I lean Minnesota, too. I mean, New Orleans is such a hard read to get on right now. So I do lean Minnesota. No no bet for me, though. No I just bet. hate Derek Carr on the road as a favorite. I, I got it. I, I totally understand not wanting to lay points of that. Can't do it this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the hot team. Understand. Um, on that one. Here's another one that I don't trust either is Tampa Bay as a slight favorite versus Tennessee. Uh, right now it's minus one bucks. I, I it's more about like the running game. Like I think the Bucks could slow down Derrick Henry. I don't think Tennessee's running game has been very good, but isn't the running back for Tampa Bay out um, in this one as well? So I I just don't like the line. I feel like it's just two, three, and five teams that I know Tennessee has a historical record of being good as an underdog. I'm just not going to the window with it. Yeah, I mean. Um... I I I I think I don't I haven't heard anything on Rashad White. I mean, I know he got hurt in the uh, the the game last week. I don't think he's out. I think he's playing. So, I think he's practicing in full. I haven't seen anything on him, Joe. Maybe, maybe if you have something, I I could have easily missed it. Yeah, Very I possible. See? I know Vita Vea, uh questionable with the he was a limited participant. I don't know if he's going to play. Carlton Davis, I, I I heard is not going to play. Same with Jamel Dean. So I think their secondary is going to be a little bit limited. Uh, Trey Palmer has that neck thing going on too, so I don't know what he, what he's gonna do. And then for Tennessee on the other side of the ball, because they uh, Traylon Burks definitely not playing Sunday. He's still not practicing from that concussion. Uh, Murphy Bunting is I don't think playing either, so that's a, kind of a decent loss for them. And then uh, they got uh, Gibbons, who's questionable. He was limited. Gifford's questionable. He was limited. And obviously Tannehill, I think uh, you know he somewhat back. I think he, if he needed to play, he could. Yeah, I, I like Tennessee here, Joe. I do. I, I think that, you know, again, probably off last week. Now, again, you know, this this is an Owen what four team on the road this year, so three and one at home. They've been significantly better when they're playing at home. So they, you know, definitely been a little bit of a disaster. But again, it's it's different when you have this quarterback. I think I think he's a guy who might be able to take advantage of the secondary issues for Tampa Bay this week as well. Um, you know, especially with DeAndre Hopkins. I think everyone. Got real loaded up on that Thursday night game on Hopkins over, yada, 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 especially after what he did game one. And, you know, things kind of changed real quick there. But I do think it's a guy who can throw the ball deep, move it downfield. I, I like Levis. I've always liked him. I told you, you know that. I was a Levis guy in the draft. So I I think I think Tampa Bay probably – sorry, I think uh, Tennessee finds a way to get this one done. It's close game. Um, but I think Tampa Bay – or sorry, Jesus did it again. I think Tennessee finds a way to pull away, and uh, I, I do think the the rookie gets his first win on the road. Yeah, Rashad White playing – he had a good game, 20-73, two touchdowns versus Houston in the loss, but he's uh, slow, slowly been running the ball pretty well. So he's he's definitely gotten banged up, definitely gotten nicked up, but I, I don't I haven't seen anything about him not playing. Okay. Uh, and then uh, that's it for the 1 o'clock slate, man. Yep. Let's move on to the 4 o'clock. Detroit. Three-point favorites on the road versus the Chargers, who we saw on Monday night, get eight sacks on Zach Wilson. I don't think that's going to happen No, um, in this game here, but I I just I can't 
I know we we talked about this a little while ago. First coach to get, I just feel like the Lions are the better team. They're going to play more physical. They're going to try to run it on uh, the Chargers here. But is is the three points at all interesting of the Lions on the road here? I, I mean, I I kind of like Los Angeles in this situation, Joe. I I, I maybe I'm I, I kind of feel like I might be the only one. Maybe I'm wrong here. I look. I know LA has really really struggled at times, but. They're getting healthier, um, you know, with the exception, obviously, Palmer was on the uh, the injured reserve, but they're getting healthier. I, I think offensively, they just need some more guys to step up, uh, you know, at, at the wide receiver position. You know, it's it's the Allen and Quinn Johnson show. They really need a third guy. They need a third guy to kind of figure it out, whether it's Darius Davis, whether it's Jalen Guyton, even Donald Parnum at the backup tight end would be someone. They need someone to step up and be that third guy for them. I think that's what they're missing right now. But Eckler, obviously, getting healthier. Two touchdowns last week. Josh Kelly looks good and explosive at times. I think defensively they're starting to play a little bit better too. Um, at least they have the last few weeks. And Detroit, to me, again, I, I like the team. They're they're very good. I you know I think I'm going to be a little bit wrong on them. I didn't pick them to win the uh, the NFC North, so I think I am going to be wrong on this team. But I think the I mean the last time we saw them go on the road, they got their shit pushed in by Baltimore, who was obviously playing at a super high level. I just think against a good offensive team, they do struggle against these. These kind of highly skilled offensive teams, Joe, when they face them, you know, they 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 did beat Kansas City, but you know, Seattle's probably the second best offense they face or third best offense they face. They they lost in that game. And in Baltimore, second or third too, they lost thirty eight to six. So I think when they face these teams who have that explosive offensive potential, they do kind of struggle in that position. So I I like the Chargers this week. I did cheese the Chargers uh, well, tease the Chargers from two and a half to eight and a half as well. So now you get that at nine um I, I like the Chargers and the T's for me this week. That would be the way I would operate, but I do lean I do lean uh LA in uh in the three. I, I will say the Lions of minus three looks too square for me. I don't even care if it's the Chargers or the Jet, whatever. It yeah. just looks too square. Hey, I mean forget about forget about square. It just it just feels like going on the road, laying three to a team that you know is is again uh, a moments away from, from going down the field in, in a minute and a half and, and laying points on you. It's just a very, it's a very tough situation for me to want to lay three with the Lions. They've been very, very good this year, but I just, yeah, can't, can't do it right now. The Falcons go to the Cardinals. Falcons were ev- a, a lot of darlings. A lot of people loved the Falcons last week. How that would work out for? Uh, now, I well, stayed the hell away from that one. I, I was against them last. Stayed week. the hell away from that ag- one. I was against them last week. Worked out pretty well. Now they go on the road against the Cardinals, who. And the Cardinals are the worst team in the league, but obviously we know that. Uh, Kyler Murray, we assume, if everything goes well, will be playing. He's starting. I heard your comments on Kyler Murray today uh, regarding him potentially. Look, I a top. I, I don't see why not. A guy can you throw. Put, he can if you run, put him in the right situation, don't you think Kyler Murray could be a right a top ten quarterback? I I think he I, can be. Yes, I think people maybe like a year and a half ago probably considered him a top five quarterback. Some people. So. I think he's more towards the top fifteen than he is, or bo- top sixteen than he is the bottom sixteen. Yeah, definitely. I think he's definitely a top fifteen guy, and I think again, if you you put the right pieces around him. Is he going to win a Super Bowl? Probably not, but I think you can put the right pieces around him, and I think he can be an effective quarterback. You just need a few good players, that's all, like most teams have. Would you back Arizona here, though, in his first start? Maybe there'd be some rust. I feel like if everyone loved the Falcons last week, is it now you're going to go with a backup quarterback on the road? It's actually an even worse spot. I'm... <laughs> 
Give me the Falcons. Okay, so, so, you, so think, you think they bounce back? Yeah, so, so, so I, I think it's a good bounce back spot for them. And again, they're not playing terribly, right? They're not playing terribly. Yeah, they're not so. playing crappy. They're not, no, they're, they're, they, they just timely. It's, by the way, it's, it's it's Atlanta minus one and a half is the line I'm, I'm giving you. I, I just think that they're they're not playing super well. No Desmond Ritter again. I know Taylor Heineke struggled at points last week, but I felt like he was again significantly better in that second half. I I, I feel like it, you know Atlanta is starting to turn the corner. It looks like Drake London is going to play this week. He was limited. The rumor on the street is he's going to try and suit up Joe. That's a huge, a huge addition for them if London plays. And again, as you mentioned, just a lot of rust for Kyler Murray. It's so hard to kind of get him in the game action first time in, what, over a year at this point. Like, it's just hard. I really hard for one, for me to want to back them. Now, do I like do I like Arizona in a teaser situation? I think that's something that you know I'd I'd probably be more amenable to if you wanted to back Arizona. I'd rather do that, but I I think Atlanta one and a half. I feel like I'm getting a you know a steal there. I will be honest with you. I backed them at a bad number. I bet two and a half on this team. Just as I bet good numbers, I also bet bad numbers. I bet a bad number on Atlanta. I don't think it's going to matter. I think Atlanta wins by you know three, probably a touchdown. To be honest with you, three to three to seven in that range, but. Um, again, if you like Arizona and a tease, I, I can understand and fathom why you like that. Giants, Cowboys. Cowboys are 16.5-point favorites. Crazy. Yeah, it hit 17 yesterday. I think there was some buyback at 17. What's the number, Joe, that there was buyback on? Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to go square here. I don't give a shit. I, I, I like Dallas. Um, I'm not going to bet it. I didn't get to the window with it yet. But really good bounce-back spot off to that loss to the Eagles. I mean, just... Just I, I feel like they just got fucked in by the refs in that game multitude of the times. It, it was a real it was a ref show in that game. I'll be I'll be perfectly frank. I yep, I blame the refs a lot, hundred percent, and I'm gonna blame them again last week. I thought that was a, a absolute disaster by the ref uh refs in that game. And I do think it cost Dallas the game. Um you know, I I think that the Giants are right now in this very poor situation, Joe, where things are about to spiral. You think things are bad in New England, I think things are about to spiral on Brian Dayball. He now has a third-string quarterback who, I mean, Tom, if you watch Syracuse football, Joe, and you and I both know we watched plenty of Syracuse football, you know, for a couple of years there, Tommy DeVito is bad. I, he's not a good player. Has he ever left the state of New York? I don't know. But Tommy DeVito is not a good player. He shouldn't. He's an undrafted free agent. Like, this is not a guy you want on your team, you know, starting in a situation. And the fact that he is, I think, is just a real bad situation I think he's going to get torn apart in this defense. I think you can scheme some things up for him early. So I think early on, maybe if you like the Giants, maybe you take him first half. I think you can scheme up some things for him, especially first quarter, maybe early. I think as you have to start getting into your play sheet, I think things will get away from you. And I think that's where Dallas might kind of do the thing. Now, the other concern of you back Dallas is, will they bench Dak and everything if the, if the, if, you know, the score gets out of hand? Because we have seen that a few times, you know, the, you know, where they kind of bat, you know, bench those guys. Um, I think that's possible. It's not a look at. They got Caroline on deck. Like they don't have a look at for a couple weeks here. So to me, I like Dallas. I would lay the number up until seventeen. Okay, Washington goes to Seattle. Washington with a win. They scored twenty points against the Patriots, um, and now they go on the road. So back to back road games uh, against Seattle, who got absolutely blown the hell out last week. Um, in this spot, Dan, we've actually bet this before. 
when a home team is off a, a loss of double digits or more. Um, that when they have six or more the next week, they generally have won. I've bet this three times this year, and it's hit. Happened with the Rams earlier this when Stafford was right. I think the uh, Lions, too. And right? the Lions, too. So I'm yeah. going back to Seattle here, minus six, uh, ringing the bell. I think that this is their get-right game this week. Yeah, I, I, I can. I don't like Seattle, by the way. I just like this spot. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I completely agree. I, I like the spot too. I think that the, I think this is a Seattle or nothing spot, Joe. I think that that's that's absolutely right. Um, I, and it's, I, again, you, you mentioned Detroit. Like this is the just is something that we've seen this year. Yep. Six, six, whatever. Teams that are off a loss, they come back, they win the spot. And it's a great spot, too, because Washington on the road, again, a win against the Patriots in a game they probably shouldn't have won. Now they're back-to-back on the road at, you know, at Seattle. So probably, you know, that's some decent travel west-east. Obviously not a thing anymore, but still decent road trip after, you know, already decent, you know, not a decent road trip, but a small road trip to New England. So, you know, a couple weeks of travel here. Um, Seattle, I think, again, I, I think we're going to see some regression from this team, especially in the next couple of weeks, but I do think they win this game. I think it's an important game for them to win, too, if they want to stay in that chase for the NFC West. And, um, look, I, I you know, I, I think they're they're about to enter a really, really tough portion of their schedule. That's the reality of the situation. That, that is what they have. Um, but this Washington team is, you know, is not great, in my opinion. I think that... You know, again, you, there are situations where you can absolutely take advantage of them. Now, the over-under 45, Joe, I, I, I don't get this number. I, I like the over immediately. Sam Howell is a guy, and I, I'll be honest with you, I was – were you impressed with Howell last week? Yeah. I know was he just has a strong arm and he's big. He he, yeah. he's, he has a strong arm he's big. He well, made, how about that run? Yep. The, look, he makes decisions – I don't love his decision-making. The one on the goal line, that was bad. But yep, you know what, though? Did you notice Rivera was like, hey, yep. man – you know, like, kind of went to him, like, hey, you're still our guy. Kind of yep. like, yeah, that was a terrible, 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 terrible throw. Before the half? Yep, horrible, horrible situation for them to be in. And, and they still won. <laughs> they did. And and here's the other thing. If you remember, there was another play, I think, two drives later, where he almost threw an interception, basically in the same type of thing. Just a rollout, no need to throw the ball, throws the ball, bats just drop it. Um, you know, he, he's going to make some rookie mistakes. It's just bound to happen with the territory, right? But... He can sling it, and I, I like him, man. He has balls. The, the the throw across his body with guys in his face, I mean, there are very few players in the NFL who can make that throw, and very few guys who even attempt it. That takes balls. It also kind of goes back to decision-making, but still, takes balls. I think we could be seeing a you know defensive score from either side here. Geno Smith has been a turnover machine as of late. I think Hal probably makes an, another mistake or two, some short fields here. I like the over. I like Seattle as well. I will give out something here, Joe. It's not going to be the same thing. It, 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 this one is square. So there you go. Everyone who complains about, oh, you're contrarian. Here we go. Super square. Ready? Give me Seattle tease to pick them. Give me Buffalo tease to minus one and a half. There you go. That's my, te- that's my teaser this week. Give me Buffalo minus one and a half. Give me Seattle pick them. Okay. Uh, Jets, Raiders. We saw what the Raiders did last week. Now they're dogs at home after watching the Jets. Here's the thing, though. The Raiders in prime time, Dan, have been awful. But yet, can we say the same about the Jets? So I, I just, this is an awful game, and I know it's Sunday night, and I'll pick something. But is there a fade spot for the Raiders after last week at all here? I absolutely think so. I think this is Jets. And the the look headline earlier in the week, um, or sorry, earlier last week was three. 
We're moving two points off the performance. Well, they beat the Giants. Okay, fine. Everyone beats the Giants. It's not exactly. It's like being the Patriots right now. The Jets had a really tough spot at home. You know, coming off that, that game against the Giants where they barely won. Didn't deserve to win. I just said everyone beats the Giants. They barely won. Now, they're, I know the, the travel is tough. You got to go back on the road. Short week to the Raiders. But I just I, look, Vegas was great last week. The second half really exposed who they were, though, Joe. I mean, they they kind of got outplayed by the Giants in that second half. People forget that they just they ran up the score early. The second half was really bad, super indicative of what I think you're going to see from Vegas this week. Look out on on Vegas. I think that there's some issues there. I think the Jets Crosby's the, hurt him. He was on the injury report. Yeah, I mean, look, they're they're I mean, they're 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 really banged up. We can go over if you want. Uh, yeah. Jakob Johnson, he had the concussion. He's questionable. Colton Miller, questionable. Austin Hooper, limited. Max Crosby, limited. Luke Masterson, limited because they lost to linebackers. Uh, Divine Diablo, limited. Marcus Peters didn't practice Wednesday. Nate Hobbs, limited. So they're, they're banged up, especially on the defensive end, um, for sure. I, I like the Jets here in this situation. Yeah, they're a little banged up, too, uh, especially the offensive line. But I just think that they're, they're playing better. Lazard played last week, and they go play again. Uh, Quincy Williams, same thing. So I, again, I think that they're they're a little banged up, but I think they, you know, they will they'll play well. I do like the Jets. I haven't gotten to the window with it yet, but this is probably what I'm, I'm I'll end up adding on Saturday. We'll see if they can get to a pick them here. Final one, Monday Night Football. Buffalo hosts Denver. Buffalo has not covered a spread in five straight games yet. They're four and zero at home on the year. Um. So I'm going under 47 in this one. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, and it's more about the play of unders in general, but on Monday Night Football, they've also been pretty successful. Uh, and I just feel like I don't want to call because they're not two bad teams. Yeah. Um, I just look at it as Buffalo. Pro- Here's the deal, Dan. Seven and a half, I probably like Buffalo, but I, I, I'm not on Denver's side of things. I still think they struggle to score. So I'm going with the... I mean, 47 is one of the highest totals this week. Yep. Looking at it here, I'm just, uh, like again, so I'm going under, primetime under. Um, we can ring the bell on that, but I'm still looking at Buffalo. I, I know they haven't, they've haven't they struggled against the spread. I, I This might be a week I'd look at it. I want to see where the line ends up. So I want to give the under out now before it goes down at 47. And um, I'm still looking at Buffalo, though, even though they've been terrible against the spread. Yeah, I, I, I like the over, <laughs> surprisingly Ooh. enough. Yeah, I just think that at some point, you know, the, the primetime trend's got to end uh, at some point here. I do like Denver uh, to cover this game, or at least, you know, that would be the the way I would lean. I'd really want eight, eight and a half of them going to bet Denver, though, so definitely no bet for me there. But Buffalo's defense has been just dog shit recently, Joe. That's the reality. They've just been terrible, and... You know Buffalo to me, I think is just um, they 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 gotta they gotta fix things. This is really kind of a it's turning into a must win situation for them. If you look at their schedule coming up here, Joe, you know I thought it was kind of a motivation thing. Hey, we we need some uh, we need some motivation motivational factors, you know, at play. But look, they they got the Broncos this week. They got the Jets next week. Here's the remainder of their schedule after that: at Kansas City, Dallas, at L.A. Chargers. Patriots at Dolphins, and again, they divisional games tough. So those Jets, Pats, and Dolphins games definitely not easy. I I think Buffalo's in some real trouble here. So they they need to start collecting W's. This is essentially, in my opinion, a must win situation for Buffalo. That's why I like them the one and a half in the T's. And uh, 
I think they the, I think again the offense is going to have to be the driving force here. I think they're going to need some some points this week because man, have they struggled without uh, without you know really generating a ton offensively. So I think that they need some points and they need to figure it out pretty quickly. And that's kind of why I like the over. And I, again, that's my team Buffalo. All right, Dan. That's I, it. I gave three. I might I might have another okay. this weekend. So keep keep your eyes peeled. I gave up. Four, I think, including the teaser. Yeah, four. So seven, so seven PPs. Don't love the card this week. No, don't love it either. Still, we have a good amount of plays for a card that we don't love. So. <laughs> All right, there it is. <laughs> the Over Under Podcast with Dan Lifshatz and Joe Murray. We're back next week, everybody. Who you got? Good luck. <laughs>